0: It's this time of year, after January 15th, that we in the yeshiva make a suda's hodoya, a Thanksgiving meal. Uh, For what? For something which happened quite a while ago. I'm talking about the Persian Gulf War, which occurred in 1991. It was a very unusual challenging and special time for those of us who lived in Eretz Israel. And it's true that only one person, and one is too many, died as a result of the Scuds, which if you consider that 4,095 buildings were damaged, destroyed, 3,991 apartments, 331 public institutions, 17 educational institutions, and 54 businesses. And with all that damage, only one person was killed by a scud. That's a miracle. And there were many, many miracles in those days. I I just want to read to you. I, I, I don't do this. I don't like to read when I speaking on a video. But it's Kadai just to listen to the words of a lawyer who lived in a suburb of Tel Aviv and just listen to how he describes what happened to him and his family. The services this is Friday evening, Friday evening, right? The Shabbos services ended about six PM. I stayed a little later than usual to study with some few friends we left the synagogue together. While we were in the street, just before we reached my house, we heard the siren. My first thought was to run from my house, to be with my wife and children. But On the second thought, because the people I was walking with were elderly, I decided to stay with them. They lived quite far from the shore and they wouldn't be able to make it home in time. We took shelter in the lobby of a nearby building. I didn't have my gas mask with me. We all started reciting Tehillim Psalms from memory. I noticed two small children, maybe six or seven years old, who were caught outside with us. They were hugging each other, reciting Shema Yisrael, the traditional prayer Jews say when facing danger. While I was watching the children, I suddenly heard the bursts of the Patriots being fired. I knew the danger was nearby because the Patriots were fired from our neighborhood. The noise from the Patriots was frightening and the two children hugged each other even tighter. Then I saw a big blast of fire from an exploding scud hitting the ground. It was an enormous blast and we all shook and shivered. We were only about 150 yards from where it landed and the force of it threw us backwards. We saw the dust and the fire rising from the ground coming from the direction of my house. I remember yelling, it's my house. I started running home. As I came nearer, I saw that it was really my house that was hit from about 50 yards away. I couldn't see the house because of the black smoke of fire, A fire and water spraying out of the broken water pipes. Gas was leaking and power lines were down. I, at first I thought it was a chemical attack because of the smell of gas in the air. But right at that moment, I thought to myself, I'm glad I didn't bring my mask. Who would want to live if something happened to his family? We already had a tragedy at home with one son. I remember thinking to myself, I couldn't stand any more tragedy. Next door to my house, I saw a three-story building had collapsed, as well as two smaller buildings even further away. I thought, my God, if they collapse, then nothing could be left of my house. I started shouting, but no one answered. I managed to get into the garden and went around the house to the place where I knew that my wife and children would have been sitting in our so-called sealed room. We didn't have a bomb shelter in the house. If we did, we, have, we would have gone there. I couldn't reach the room because the bricks and walls of the three-story building had fallen toward the house. I couldn't tell if anything was left at the back of the house where they were sitting. I remember climbing over a pile of bricks and shouting, but no answer came from inside. I was sure that no one was left. Later, about 15 minutes, I heard voices from the house. I saw my 15-year-old daughter step out with her puppy. Then my youngest son came out, and finally, my wife. When I saw that they're all alive, I told them, let's first say something to thank Hashem. I don't believe that you're alive. My wife started crying when she saw the damage and destruction to the neighbors' homes. She started screaming. They're all killed. They're all killed. We went to the other houses. I helped an old woman who lived on the third floor down the stairs. I can't go down the stairs. I told her that it was okay. She was already on the ground. She told me her husband was still upstairs. I saw we couldn't take him out because there were all kinds of bricks on top of him. Later I saw his picture on the TV and that he was okay. He was only slightly wounded. We went to the other small houses that collapsed. Collapse isn't isn't a good word for it. The walls were gone. You couldn't even tell where the houses originally stood. I thought these neighbors must also be dead. Later, slowly, slowly, it became clear that no one was killed. They were only slightly injured. Everybody had his own story of how he had survived. This one was going from one room to another Another was on the staircase, someone else was outside, and one went to make Kiddush at a friend's house. It was as if they were not masters of their own fate. It was as if they were riding, riding the waves, being taken places. From that moment I saw we weren't in control of anything, as if we had got a warning of sorts. Hashem caused damage to our property, which is nothing, only material things, and not to our lives which are more important. Later, the soldiers and police came out and said, we have to guard your houses and property because someone might steal something. I started to laugh. I told them it's not important anymore. A reporter from CNN asked me, how do you explain this? I told that everything that happened to me that night was a miracle. If I hadn't insisted on staying in the synagogue to study after the prayers, I would have come home 15 minutes earlier. I have gathered my family together to say Kiddush over the wine in the dining room. I am sure knowing myself that I would have insisted that my family stay to finish the blessings even when the siren went off and not to go to the sealed room. I have my own pride and I wasn't going to let that man from Baghdad tell me when to do Kiddush and when not to do Kiddush. The place where we would have been standing was completely ruined. Who knows what would have happened. And then if I decided to run home quickly, when the siren went off, somebody, someone else would have come to the door to let me in instead of staying in the sealed room. Who knows what would have happened to both of us standing at the front door. I don't know if it's right to say, but I think we are living in a time of miracles. I saw another miracle at the week on Shabbos after what happened to our house. At 2.30 in the morning, another scud hit, which to which was to my regrets grad- near my mother's house in another neighborhood. We weren't living with her at the time. My mother's house wasn't damaged too much, just broken windows. But when we heard the bomb, I knew it was very, very near. I ran out and I think I was one of the first people to see the damage. It was unbelievable. Tens, maybe hundreds of apartments were ruined. Half apartments, quarter apartments left, balconies torn away, rooms torn away. I was watching its destruction at night just before 3 a.m. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I never saw such vast destruction like it in my life. At that moment, I remember saying to myself, Oh my God, I hope, I hope, I pray that today there would be tens or even hundreds killed. I was sure this time, it was that this time our good luck or protection had been taken away. The civil guard rescue asked me what I thought. He was also in shock from seeing the scene in front of him. I told him, as I look around, I can't see the end of destruction. I can't believe that we will go away from here without finding, that at least a hundred people, Chas were dead. I couldn't stand it anymore. I went home. I was in such a bad mood because it was the second time I'd seen an attack. And I was afraid that this time somebody wasn't protecting us anymore. And when I heard later, that from outside, <coughs> heard later from the outside and on the radio, that only tens of people were slightly injured. I couldn't believe that there were any more miracles left to be shown us because it was really unbelievable. You could not believe if you didn't see it. They said later in the official announcement that 500 apartments were damaged, but nobody was killed. That's the story. The lawyer ends up. I think such a thing could happen only in Israel. To see such miracles, to see such reactions from people. I hope the worst has passed. We're battling for peace. That was 1991. That was the Persian Gulf War. And even today, we have to be thankful. We have to be thankful the miracles that we saw the miracles that we experienced and dove to Hashem that should never happen again